0: What is happening, my friend? Good morning, Travis. Good to see you. Good to see you, Dr. Watkins. <laughs> ready for another day on the couch. I am. Couch I am. funeral therapy, as usual. I am. Let's see. Gong Hei Fat Choi. Thank you very much. That's uh, Thank you very little. Cantonese for Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is uh, officially the uh, Lunar New Year, is. I believe, as it's... To be called in this woke world.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is there something woke about calling it the right name? I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. Um,
0: yeah. One more time. Repeat it. What is it? Gong Hei Fat Choi. That's very
1: good. That's the. You're uh, almost believable. That's the Chinese. <laughs> 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 um, I used to know the Vietnamese phrase for Happy New Year, but I, I have forgot it unless I'm reading it. Then I don't say it right.
0: So. so is the Lunar New Year? Is it the same? It was February 1st, right? Chinese New Year. The same every year. Um, I have no, nothing, no,
1: no idea how that flows. I mean, you would think so. Right. But I, I don't know if the date floats around or it's, it's you know, second Wednesday in every February or or what it is. So,
0: you know, that's interesting. And, uh, you know, when you have different calendars around the world, that should be the first sign that uh, there's a problem. If we can't all agree on what fucking time it is, (laughs) we have an issue.
1: Well, I, it, it that takes me back to the Um, deeply philosophical question that uh, the band Chicago asked back in, like, the mid-'70s. Uh, Does anybody really know what time it is?
0: Right, and the answer is no. (laughs) The answer is no. I mean, one person attempted to answer that question. It was Jimmy Buffett. He
1: did. What is his answer? Shark time or? It's
0: Margarita time. Oh, Margarita time. I think it's always Margarita time.
1: I thought that was a place another time. Margar- Margarita No, it's
0: Margaritaville. <laughs> it's always Margarita time at Margaritaville.
1: Which is a state of mind, so. It is. Did you ever see a In a state Jimmy, of dress. Did you ever see a Jimmy Buffett concert?
0: No, I came close one time. Uh I was going to go. I was and I was right there, you know, it was in Phoenix, I think. Mm. And they brought the sand in and the whole thing, the the beach lifestyle, but I never made it to the show.
1: Uh, a little crazy. I went to one and, uh, the, uh, uh, the parking lot activities were crazy. That yeah. was, uh, interesting. And then, and then, you know, people putting their hands on top of their head to make a shark fin and all that stuff. So <laughs> it was a lot of, uh, I was, uh, a lot closer to middle age than old age. Then Right, <laughs> and I felt stupid. So you but. brought
0: some uh, tools to the party is what you're saying.
1: Uh, it was already past my marijuana smoking. I see. Days. No, no
0: contact highs though. No, how but could you was, not?
1: There was plenty of it though. There was plenty of stuff going on
0: there. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> music was good. I mean, you know, from a, a musician's standpoint, it was uh, it was a great band. And you know, not not exactly my kind of music. I mean, there was no little or no hard rock. I'm not sure what that music is. It's not country.
0: Yeah, which is terrible, as we've already established. It's tropical, it's tropical. <laughs> it's more like um i mean what is it like it's more country than tropical no I don't think it's country me. it's like loungy relaxy party music i don't <laughs> okay. know
1: well, okay loungy relaxy I like that.
0: that's a, that's a genre right yeah, loungy and relaxy
1: that's lr for so, sure <laughs> uh so uh um i guess that this morning uh early uh china, uh, China opened up the opened, <laughs> <laughs> opened up the uh, Olympics had their uh, their um, uh, slave labor induced. I was going to ask you about this
0: because you could care less about any Olympics.
1: Well, it's sports, right? So who cares?
0: <laughs> is it though? I I saw. I don't know. <laughs> you, okay, this is a fun topic because the Olympics in general. I try to sell you on this idea. It's fun. <laughs> it's it, you know, summer Olympics. You know, it's. Everything's better in the summertime, anyway. The games are better; it's fun to watch, you know. Patriotism and you know, learn about other cultures and travel and all that stuff. Okay. The Winter Olympics are like the country music of Olympics. Oh my god! They're just pretty much terrible. (laughs) And some sports really aren't sports, like curling.
1: My favorite, though, out of the whole mishmash of crap, yeah, I think curling might be my favorite. I actually watch curling (laughs) off season. (laughs)
0: You watch it off-season. You're well, really I, into it.
1: I mean, I watch it. I don't only watch it during the Olympics. When I run across it on a weekend or something on television, I typically stop
0: down and watch Wait, it listen, for a half hour. Where I have to caution you about spreading this misinformation. Where can you see curling outside of the Olympics?
1: <laughs> well, you used to be able to see it on uh, 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 MSNB, no, uh, CNBC Sports, which no longer exists. So it's gone now. CNB Sports has shut down. That whole channel is gone. But that's where I was. That's where I did see it recently and probably as a lead up to the, you know, yeah. to the Winter Olympics.
0: But all is all curling on the ice or is there summer curling like on a skating rink or something with a broom?
1: <laughs> I, don't know. I assume it's all on some kind of ice. I saw
0: that on the curling disc, is that what it's called? Uh, rock. Is it a rock? Yeah. Is it actual stone? I believe it is. It's they have technology in this thing. I saw it's like hollowed out, and they have this like circuit board that's in there that has some antenna that will track the distance, I guess, and the speed. What's the What's the objective? Oh. Is it distance?
1: Well, um, uh, much like um, hockey and basketball. I don't really know what the
0: um. <laughs> well, you're the one that watches it.
1: I watch it because it's fascinating to watch that rock come down the board or whatever they call it and and watch them skate in front of it with a broom and and go through all the gyrations it is so know. let's
0: think about this I, but
1: i don't know how you score i don't know how you win <laughs> <laughs> when
0: they give out the medals you don't protest because you don't know how they got there anyway <laughs> I,
1: <have no> idea. <laughs> I mean the thing could be a robot for all i know right i, I think it was is now sol- i thought it was a solid stone but you know evidently it's not it looks
0: like a heavy base to a lamp and underneath it it's like hollowed out and yeah. there's a microchip in there oh a big god. one bigger than the covid microchips
1: <laughs> oh my god you're gonna are uh uh is anybody placing um uh any kind of covid warning stickers on our
0: we're gonna have to
1: oh a lot a lot not to leave curling behind
0: but yeah i, I want to go back to curling I, I, think,
1: I think we might have exhausted it already um so a lot uh we talked we touched base uh, last time we talked on the rogan thing yeah a lot has happened. I know you've been following that. How can you not? Yeah, I found it a a, a fascinating conversation, and i I want to I want to say, I don't care much about the details of the conversation. I don't think it's important enough to worry about one way or the other. Um, I don't think Joe Rogan is you know evil or. You know that his intention is to spread misinformation. Um, it apparently he's managed to do that because I think most of the time he's not really thinking about what he's doing, um, which is fabulous if you can make a hundred million dollars and not use your brain. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's good for him. i More power to you. Um, but I, I, I think the the thing I like about this situation is it has started a conversation and we're having the conversation and nobody's being killed or canceled or anything else as now, of yet well i you know i heard i heard um david crosby uh, speak as the founder i didn't know that he was considered the founder of crosby stills and nash and speaking in support of joni mitchell and it's just like he can are there any more octogenarians you can bring out or you know
0: <laughs> that seems to be the age group right well which is indicative of that age group and they're just so cranky and crotchety about everything <laughs>
1: Well, again all of them really need to be on radio and not television okay it's just not very it's not i mean looking at david crosby it's like tales from the crypt. So. i know but but the point was he his statement that i watched momentarily was that hey i don't have a right to to tell joe rogan what to do or spotify what to do that's totally up to them he goes the only thing that i'm in control of is, is what i do and i don't want my music uh, you know on a platform that that allows this to happen And um, they're like, well, what do you want to see Spotify do? He goes, I don't care. I I don't care what Spotify does. Here's what I'm doing, and maybe I'll do something different. Maybe I won't. But he goes, I'm not here to tell you what I want Spotify to do, which I thought
0: is is better than what Neil Young did.
1: Well, and maybe Neil Young's saying – I haven't heard Neil Young speak directly to this other than a quote that he says, you can have Young or you can have Rogan, but you can't have both. And um, and I, and I, then I, and then Rogan came out over the weekend and did a nine minute Instagram thing, which I surely did not watch, but I heard excerpts from it. And what little I heard him say made sense. Um, so I think it's an interesting conversation that needs to happen. My basic take on this is that Spotify is the only one that doesn't look good here. I think Rogan's explanation and his uh, his position is, perfectly fine i i don't see anything terribly wrong with it i wish he would be more conscious of not spreading misinformation on on a because he has such a huge bully pulpit but um i just i think anybody that's going to joe rogan for advice about covid is making a mistake to begin with regardless of what he says but that's where things get he's not the person to listen to
0: exactly and that last few words that you uttered is the most important thing because all the controversy has been, you know, everything you said is true. You know, Spotify is terrible because they're hosting this platform that allows this to happen. And Rogan is terrible because he's spreading misinformation. But the dot, dot, dot that all the alarmists get to is that this is harmful. It's, it's, it's harmful for this to happen because it will cause death. It will cause people to make bad choices That are not good. And that's why the misinformation is bad. It's not just that it merely exists and you can look at it and it's neutral. It's that it has a cause and effect, which I, for one, completely disagree with. And that's what Rogan is saying. He's like, I'm not an expert. No one is fucking listening to me. Not that they're not listening. He's got 11 million people or whatever listening per episode. No one is listening to him about what to do next. Should I take this (laughs) horse dewormer? Should I take the vaccine? I believe, and we spend a lot of time talking about this on our podcast, and that is, people gravitate towards the sources and the content that they already believe. They look to find things that validate their choices and what they believe. So they're not going there to flip a coin and say, well, I kind of was thinking this way, let me see what Joe Rogan says, and then I'll take his advice. That is not what's happening at all. And furthermore, you have to ask the question, if that claim is true, that this is dangerous, where's the fucking evidence? Where is the evidence that anything on his show has produced harm for somebody?
1: Well, I mean, for me, that's where the the overblown part of this is a little bit. I mean, um, I I think I agree with that, that if the bottom line is that misinformation about um, either COVID-19 or vaccinations, if the bottom line is, if the end result is that misinformation about that or incorrect information has has come out of his show well then that is a problem for me but i'm not i'm not losing my shorts over it i'm not losing any sleep or you know going crazy but here's the here's the thing that i have found more interesting about this situation is the spotify situation so i think and i think a lot of people you know and, and rightly so there's no reason why they should they don't understand. Spotify does have a responsibility. They are a publisher, not a platform. Spotify is not a platform. Uh, YouTube is a platform.
0: What's the difference?
1: Well, the difference is that there's a regulation in this country called uh, 230. Yeah, well, you cited
0: this before, Yeah, and 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 I never understand
1: it. Well, it protects platforms um, from liability, from opinions expressed by people – uh, that appear on those platforms such as facebook youtube instagram mm-hmm. um things like that but when you take spotify they have paid um rogan a hundred million dollars right that makes them that makes them their uh, the editor right so uh, spotify is not protected by that regulation 230 so um they have a responsibility to edit the content that appears that comes on spotify and so um much like the new york times or any number so if there's a difference between a platform that has free speech protections under 230 and uh, a publisher that that does bear responsibility for what appears uh through their uh, uh you know when they're paying But why though?
0: Like in other words, um, most of the time you think of publishing, you think of print, like you said, New York Times and things like that, or a book. But if it's somebody's opinion, why would Spotify have to edit that? Because it's not their opinion, it's the opinion of the hosts on the show.
1: Well, I'm talking from a legal situation. So, I mean, if you don't, I mean, if you want to, if you wanted to make a law that would exempt them from liability but when you're a publisher you have responsibility it's called editing it's not free speech it's not censorship it's called editing and every publishing entity uh, has editorial responsibility
0: but here i i know what you're saying but it's a little it's way more complicated than that because in a in the in a media format show like a podcast when you have two people talking it would be one thing if Spotify's employee, if you want to call Joe Rogan that, and he's technically not an employee, but you know what I mean. There's compensation. He
1: sort of is now.
0: If he <laughs> is making certain claims, but if he's having a conversation and a guest says something, how can Spotify dictate what that person says, or how can they be responsible for what that person says? They're not on the payroll
1: because it's it's on it's it's on the show. I mean, th- this is no. I mean, if a uh, if a New York Times uh, uh, editorial. Features comments by someone that, uh, you know, that are that are not true. I don't know exactly what the right term. Misinformation. They're going to be responsible.
0: But look how libel. think how asinine that statement is, because that basically happens on every platform every day on every show. Think about the Trump years. Every time Trump was on he was being interviewed by any channel, whether it was Fox or CNN according to you and i would agree most of the time that most of what he was saying was untrue so isn't that the same thing if a guy like trump is on cnn saying things like you know as menial as i had the largest turnout in any inauguration in history which is an untrue statement is cnn liable for that
1: there are li- there are liability laws concerned with news right which is which is yet again different okay so um, Joe Rogan show is not considered news. It is, um, it is whatever it is, entertainment. Right, and it's and it's uh, and it is, and since CNN is paying for it, here's the thing: it's not just Joe Rogan that. And I don't. Hey, good for you, make a hundred million dollars. I'm happy for you. Um, uh, it's but CNN is making a lot more than a hundred million dollars out of. Are you sure of, about that? Well. <laughs> No you know if <laughs> you read the
0: numbers, nobody's watching.
1: That's a good question. Um uh and I don't think anybody knows yet because the situation um hasn't been you know, he hasn't been with Spotify long enough to know if a hundred million dollars investment is gonna pay out. But
0: he's been with them short enough to where they know they can't lose him, they're gonna lose a hundred million.
1: Well, check it out. It 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 now costs so you if you listen to Rogan, right, on yeah. Spotify mm-hmm. There are commercials. Yeah, right? but the,
0: but he always had commercials. But
1: before it was commercial, he was getting the money from the commercials. Right, right. He no longer gets any money from the. commercials. I don't know. He doesn't. He 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 got a hundred million dollars, and That's, he and they get the ad revenue, and and Spotify gets all. So Spotify,
0: that makes sense.
1: Spotify now charges one million dollars to advertise on Joe Rogan's Show. So smart. How supply long, and demand. How long will it take them? to make back a hundred million dollars. So I don't know what that means. I don't, think, I don't think you pay, I don't think that, I don't know who advertises on Rogan, uh, you know, rectal dysfunction, you know, medicine companies or something.
0: <laughs> you probably use half their shit. <laughs> hey,
1: um, but uh, uh, I, don't, I doubt if one advertising spot on Rogan is a million dollars, but I do believe the way it works is it's a package now. So if you wanna, if you want your advertising to appear on the Joe Rogan show, um, you have to, uh, you can have that, but then you also, you're, you're, you also have to agree to have your advertising appear other places on Spotify. And the total package is a hundred million dollars per average or is a million dollars per advertiser. I don't know what the time period is. I'm going to guess it's a year. So, um, that's how they're making. So because of that, th- because of that, that makes them a publisher. And so, and publishers have certain, you know, responsibilities. Now, here's the thing: is the government going to come after them for not doing, not fulfilling their editorial responsibilities? Not at all. I don't believe that there's any governmental action that could be taken. But what it means is that they they have they bear liability. And so, if I'm understanding so that correctly, they can be sued, that right, it, right. So Which, that's
0: really the end game. Facebook
1: cannot be sued.
0: Well, that's fine. So Spotify and I don't know if this is their position, but they can say, well, fuck you. Uh, we're not going to do this. And uh, they've already said that. I know. <laughs> but good for them. And they should. And if we're sue us then. And then it's incumbent upon you know the litigants to prove standing and, and damages. As to why they should be awarded any compensation, there's just too many fucking lawyers in this country. Too much bullshit. <laughs> I mean, God, there's so much other shit. And and you know, the bottom line is this: well,
1: this is your libertarianism. You know, it it does. absolutely Sh- is. Showy-Brew. But <laughs>
0: most of my libertarianism comes through in the form of common sense. And and think about it, you know, the, it, it boils down to this: before Rogan was on Spotify, he was already on Apple and everywhere else, and Google and Spotify. He was on YouTube. But YouTube, he was everywhere. And Spotify bought the exclusive rights to that show. But there's so many other, you know, there's just so much content everywhere. And every single day, we make choices as to what we want to see. There's so much shit on TV, uh, you know, like people who have eight kids and, you know, fat people who gorge themselves and and we tune in to see if they're going to live another week. I mean, there's just so much bullshit on TV. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. If you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. And this goes back to... You know the early days of Howard Stern and when he was a shock jock and went, you know, from transitioning to playing records to, you know, telling dick jokes and, you know, the the priests and the nuns got all, you know, pissed off and tried to get him off the air. It's like just don't listen to it. Who? Who? <laughs> Howard Stern. Oh, Howard Stern.
1: You know, I was never uh, much of a Howard Stern fan, so I, I know that a lot of the a lot of the historical kind of um, backstory for a lot of this discussion lies lies there. But you know, he. He ended up on subscription, you know, satellite radio. So he's behind a paywall, and <clears throat> so is Rogan. So, um, I mean, that's a different model, right? And 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 they too have certain legal responsibilities, liability that they're going to bear. So
0: I have thought over the last week, and it still remains to be seen whether or not Spotify will cave. You know, because. That seems to be how people navigate through this big corporate sponsors navigate through this world of cancel culture is they cave to the masses they cave to the loudest voices. So why do you so why do you think that is? We've talked a lot about.
1: You think Spotify is going to somehow take off Joe Rogan?
0: Maybe. It's it's not. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. You know, and so far they're saying that they stand by him, and I think they should, and that's they're doing all the right thing. Well, but they, right now, they for
1: sure, do not have a hundred million dollars. I know, but where down the
0: toilet. <laughs> I don't know enough about Spotify's finances or what they were trying to compete in a space, you know, like all these big media companies are. They went after Joe Rogan because he's a big commodity and they threw a lot of money at him and it's been very successful for him.
1: No, there's the key word. Is it a media company or is it a platform?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's just semantics. At the end of the day, well,
1: it's not. I mean, it, 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 I know there's
0: there's it may be legal definition. I'm right. not disputing I mean, that. But media, to me, what's the difference?
1: Well, here's the thing: you can't be a media company when it suits you, and a in a platform when it suits I, you.
0: I I understand that. And if if what you're saying is that these guys want to have a specific designation to to shield them from legal responsibilities, I, I understand that. And so pick one. But at the end of the day, what difference does it make? You know, the, which I have always shield. said, go all the way back to the Trump Facebook shit. Let him say whatever he wants to say. Let the people... There's there's two things that, in my opinion, need to happen. Let mm-hmm. people hear from the source exactly how good or how terrible the ideas are. That needs to be out there. We need to, you know, hear it, see it, feel it. What the fuck did that guy just say? Do a double take. Really? He said that. And then the other thing is... If you if you have so much misinformation and people are concerned about that, and I said this last week, then the way to combat that is to put out more correct information. It's not silencing people. It's not canceling people. It's showing why and where and when that information was incorrect. And here is what the true information is. Be transparent about it.
1: And I, you know, I have listened to your explanation of this position you know several times and and frankly i've come much more closer to your point of view on this than i thank you, than it was before <laughs> <laughs> so i hope that makes you feel good but here's the thing um uh having said that uh i would be i would be against any governmental attempt to censor the free speech of anybody about anything. And I'm not aware of any U.S. governmental censorship that takes
0: place anywhere. Well, that's, I, I'm glad to hear you say that, and I'm not aware of any either, but we as citizens should not just be concerned about that because, and, and, a, and a lot of people misconstrue, you know, they'll say things like, uh, well, it's free speech and the First Amendment, and you're absolutely right. That That only speaks to what the government can and can't, do to you and what rights they can they can take away from you but censorship in general is is dangerous and it is happening and we as people need to be aware of it where is it happening it's happening in this example it's happening we talked last week whether it's whether it's books whether it's you know critical race theory we need to be talking about things and not silencing people more information more uncomfortable information more talking like i saw something the other day there were some nazi flags out God, there was something on the East Coast, some rally, and there was these Nazi flags. And what I would love to see is people surround that group, all, all, all people coming together, and not violently, I'm not saying that, but <laughs> just be out there spreading the opposite message of that, not forcing those people to shut down. Being out there and saying, you know, your way of thinking is wrong, your idea of hate is wrong. Were
1: they forced to shut down in some way?
0: I think so over some technicality that they didn't have a permit <laughs> also,
1: <laughs> some minor illegality that, well, I mean, the only cases of censorship that I'm aware of, of any concern, uh, are occurring at the state governmental levels from right-wing conservative uh, governors um, making certain, taking, you know, pulling books out of public school you know, libraries and different things like that, that appears to be on the uptick quite a bit. I know. Right. Um, They want to legislate against something they call um, critical race theory, which, you know, doesn't even really exist. Um, But yet there have been state laws passed uh, in Tennessee uh, forbidding school districts to teach critical race theory. That's censorship. And that is government censorship. And my guess is eventually that will probably get struck down in the Supreme Court. Maybe. I don't know. That's, That's not a sure thing. Let's go anymore. down this rabbit hole for a second. Go Education.
0: We, I often cite this parallel when it comes to voting rights and how fucked up this country is, how we do voting. I have said, let's just make it easy and have one form of voting nationwide. And we take all the these crazy states and their ideas out of the mix, you of course, have security fears, but nonetheless, that's an idea I've thrown out there mm-hmm. when it comes to education would we would it not be a good idea to have the same curriculum taught at every grade level throughout the entire country, all schools? Do we want to leave it up to the states to make these decisions? um they call that China <laughs> <laughs> that China are we not one country though? <laughs> aren't we the United States? Why is it i mean so here's here's the other way to ask it why would it make sense to allow a school in Alabama to decide its curriculum that's the complete opposite of what a school in California would decide? You mean to let them? Well, it's happening, right, because these are states' decisions. Yes, I used your word, let. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, you know that – I mean I haven't thought a whole lot about that. My uh, my first initial reaction to that is – um. Uh, it would be fine as long. as I mean, to have one way to to teach everything would be fine as long as it was my way of that's of course. Right? That's what I always say. <laughs> right? So um, I think that that's part of the reason why you don't do that, because um, that's one of the things that keeps that keeps education as an example from becoming monothe, you know, I don't know what the right word is, you know if the whole A Christian
0: education, well, I mean, that's not monotheism. It's uh
1: well, that's one, that's theism. teaching. one <laughs> monotheism. <laughs> I know that's, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I think that the, the fact that if Tennessee, and I'm using that as an example, because they have this completely fascist governor named Yonkin or something that just won 12 weeks ago there. And he's already turning the place into little Siberia. Um, but I mean, it, so if a place like Tennessee is good, you know, is going to go far to the extreme, then other places like California, you know, have the ability to try to offset that, and and so I I think that's part of the reason. I mean, so the diversity among some of these things is important, and I understand why. Yeah, well, I get your logical, and
0: I, get, I, and I really truly am asking and, a question more yeah. than I'm providing a solution. Well, I think
1: that I think that your I understand your your desire to say, okay, well, look, the answer to this is obvious. Uh, just make all the elections done one way. Make sure it's the easiest way possible so as many people can vote as possible. And that solves all the problems. Um, unfortunately, uh, it, that doesn't appear to be a viable answer. Uh state's rights in this, you know, you've studied this a lot. Um, they're not going to give up the right to conduct elections in their states, according to their state laws. Uh, and, among many things, they're not going to give up. Right. So um, I think we continue. I mean, this is part of having a representative democracy. Right. One of the one of the one of the chances you take in that situation is that um your opinion might not end up, you know, always being the one that gets adopted.
0: This really could be the beginning of the end of this country. And, you know, we talk a lot about states' rights versus you know, the federal government's platform and their, what is it, is it called federalism when it's all just done under the federal government? I think you could call it that. But you know what I mean. It's like, it's not going to get any easier. There's, I don't see any more compromise happening. States are going to continue to defend their right for everything—voting rights, education, gun laws, transportation, healthcare—you name it. Healthcare again. You know, California is one that I—I I think is pushing for uh, a universal Medicare program, like one that uh, Biden has been talking about. But just in the state of California, I believe they can probably get that done without the consent of the federal government. But the—but it's endless where this goes. And so, what's what's the outcome? I mean, where, how do we? we're we're getting further apart to where essentially i see one possible outcome again i'm not advocating this and that is you have this you have a group of states that eventually break away and say we're only going to do things our way it's going to turn into the next civil war will the, will the other states you know defend and fight to keep those states in the union i don't know
1: you know it's interesting because we have talked about this a bunch of times and uh we've even came up with the names uh, well
0: republica for- and democratica
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh and um uh I have heard uh I have recently heard discussions from other sources uh, uh um you know sort of along this line I mean more along the lines of are we heading for a civil war is really the the discussion you're hearing. Yeah. Which is not really what you and I have talked about you've you what you what I hear you describing is an organic shift to you know the uh, to <laughs> the people splitting in the two camps based of i guess i call it a these, civil split yes these, these so what what was the stupid term all oh, the libs use for um for divorce um uh oh, uncoupling <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that <laughs> any anyway, leave it to the libtards yeah so um uh, I think, Why do they have
0: to have a term, a nice, sensitive, vanilla, fluffy cat term for every fucking thing?
1: I don't know. Divorce has that D sound. That's a hard sound. That's that's a microaggression. Is that what it is? It's my, too aggressive? You can't be aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just made all that up. Um, I, I Why are
0: liberals so sensitive?
1: Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Put, hold on to your rabbit holes right, for just right. a second. So... Are we heading for a civil war? I think has been the bigger question that's being discussed on a national basis. I personally don't think so. Um, I think that definitely divisions are here and they're here for a while. But, um, you know, and it's it's hard because I, it's hard because, you know, Travis, we, we really only have our viewpoints, our perspectives are really based in our time here. And my time here has been a little bit longer than yours, doesn't make my perceptions any more valid or not. Um, it just it just kind of goes to speak to the fact that unfortunately, we have a hard time basing our perspectives or our, our opinions about things like is the company he- is the company is the country heading for a split or a civil war, is based on such a short perspective. Uh, as far as time goes it's hard to see i think if you if you can back up a little bit and look at it it's probably more likely that this division um s- that the pendulum swings back the other way a little bit and things get better and then sometime in the future they get where and it just kind of goes back well that that's forth. certainly
0: an optimistic viewpoint but what concerns me is the speed the rate at which the division continues, and like we've said before, the 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 prior Civil War in this country was largely about you know one big issue, whereas now there's so many there's so many issues, large and small, that people can't agree on.
1: Well, and and that is one of the reasons that I have heard. So this is not my own original thinking. So um, this one time, I won't take credit for this <laughs> All right. as being my own thought. But but the way I've heard that spoken to is that. That's probably one of the reasons why it's not going to happen, right? Um, the Civil War. So when people talk about, are we heading for a Civil War? Are we heading for some kind of split? Are the divisions going to become so, you know, in, uh, so entrenched in cement that they can, nothing can change? It doesn't look that way. The Civil War was basically uh, one big giant issue. And um, people <laughs> – so how do I put this? There are a lot of s- small issues now that, that everybody doesn't agree on. And so how could you see this unfold, right? Well, I think that – How would you I – mean, Here's me, the question. Let me, let me ask you this. How would you see a civil war unfold in the United States? Well,
0: uh, you know, luckily my I don't have that type of creativity no. in my brain because I don't want it to happen. But here's what <laughs> I was going to say is – it's possible that the gravity of so many other issues cumulatively could equate to the gravity of the one big issue of the prior Civil War. And we've mm-hmm. talked, let, let's say abortion, right? Uh, in Texas in particular. Um, would other states, you know, fight either to defend Texas's right to outlaw abortions or would other states fight to make them do abortions? And, and, and so what happens if there's some type of snowball effect where, you know, it's it's more than one issue where states come together and say this is the way we want to govern things.
1: Well, I think this is why you want to. I mean, it, so when you say fight, I mean, you're not. Are you talking? Is that a just a term to describe disagreeing about abortion or whatever the whatever the issues are? Are the, if especially if they're all split down partisan lines, which, frankly. You and I have agreed on this, and I think everybody knows this for a fact. Republicans don't have any issues; they don't want anything except power. It's it's a very hollow. It won't it won't sustain. What do you mean they don't have issues? They don't have any issues, like platform. They they don't have anything. Well, they have the abortion thing. They have lost everything. Well, and that's not you know. And here's the thing: how many people? are going to fight over any of these issues. So when you say fight, let's use the term literally for okay, so let in the say, sense of a civil yeah, war. Yeah,
0: let's say Texas says we are going to secede from this union because we want abortion. We don't want abortions yeah. here. You're going to make us do yeah, it. the
1: federal government is going to say, yeah, you're not.
0: And then they said, well, we are, motherfucker, and we just built a wall.
1: Well, who's, who who uh, So the United States, the federal government is going to send in, you know, if so had, that's the fight. It is a literal well, yeah, fight. But, but there won't be a fight. There's no. So are these your? Is he, are these your go, gun ownership militia joining people? But there you're, therein you're lies the about? question.
0: Can can one state as large as Texas, you know, defend and attack <laughs> Texas is, from the entire rest of the country? Probably Texas, not.
1: Texas has a large land mass, but they it. don't have any people,
0: as far as you know. Well, even then. But again, where does it end? Will other states come to defend Texas?
1: with what? With their, with, with, with who?
0: They, I don't, but I'm not with, advocating with what military for, capabilities? But, but again, this, this goes back to the deeper, you know, we peel back the onion, right? When you say the military, the U S government, that's made up of people now, from look, all States of the country. And who knows what their political beliefs are. And largely they're conservative from what we know.
1: Let me, uh, let me put it to you this way. Um, most people in this country, Will not fight physically, take up arms against anything.
0: Right. So it's not what they want. So then, would Texas win? No. No. I gave you this example many, many no, months Texas ago. Texas will not win. the The, the stormtrooper in uh, what's his name that he wouldn't oh. shoot. We talked about this in yeah, yeah. The, in the newer Star Wars. Yeah. He decides he's not going to wage war, so he doesn't shoot. So what happens when you call in the U- the military into Texas? And somebody says, "Well, you know, you got a soldier there. I'm from this state. I'm not going to shoot my own people." And so there's no exchange of gunfire, like you said. There's no actual fighting. Well, hey, listen. So then what happens? They will. They won't send Texas
1: Texans into Texas. Okay? Well, they
0: might send people from Arkansas, and they're not going to shoot. <laughs>
1: I don't think that the issues that we're talking about will garner that kind of uh, that that kind of situation. I mean, I
0: hope not to. Yeah, I mean, but you never know. Well,
1: I mean, you kind of do know.
0: Do you? I mean, I I like what you're saying as far as our experience from the past. The might
1: of the U.S. military so far uh, surpasses any uh, all of the cumulative might of all the militias and the proud boys and i understand and and, and all of the gun owning uh, but you're saying
0: that's irrelevant because we're not even going to exchange gunfire there will be no fight
1: well i mean listen it'll uh, be a standoff listen there are maybe two thousand proud boys spread around the country right if they decide to go to war right first off the other handful of actual organized militias probably aren't going to support them. Let's say if they did, it would be a few thousand people. The, the, against the organized might of the US military, it's not possible.
0: I get it. It's not a, it's not a, a winnable war. I understand that. But I just it's not out of the realm of possibility that that these issues could, could together suburban, force a line in the sand.
1: Suburban US citizens are not going to rise up with their um AK47 but they can and, and 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 have an armed conflict You are with, correct,
0: but they can and they should rise up their against state. their government and their state government. Oh. But when they try to enact stupid bullshit laws and they're not doing that. So well, what does that tell you?
1: Well, I I mean, I think part of the part of the deal in the United States is that you do have you can have differences of opinion. I mean Unless
0: it's on Spotify you're not allowed to?
1: Spotify is still here <laughs> right? for now. I mean, they're all they're all still there. The platforms are all there, the publishers are all there. I mean, the the uh, New York Times is still here. I mean, they're under the same constraints that Spotify is under even though Spotify doesn't seem to understand it. And and but they will. <laughs> <laughs> when there's when they face the consequences of not exercising their editorial responsibilities um, and you just let that play out. I don't. <clears throat> and look, you know, we've talked, you know how much I'm against certain things that are happening from the few handful of issues that conservatives, Republicans, the right wing take to heart, um, voter suppression, abortion returning to the days of Jim Crow. Um, yeah, I'm against all those things. Right. But in um, Tennessee, it looks like they're on a path to to go down that road hard. Right. And
0: and uh, let me introduce this. Concept. They're, they're,
1: they're not going to. I'm not I'm not I'm not proposing a military intervention. I'm proposing that that the country it, together as a whole looks at these situations and makes a, a decision about how they're gonna be handled. Are you gonna let them do that? I mean, we have decisions we can make as a country. Do you wanna let Tennessee and Texas and whatever But the, that therein Georgia, lies the problem. Do you want to let them have you know engage in these draconian, you know, laws that that take away rights from women in the united states well that if that's the decision then fine i don't see anybody but I don't that see, is the decision california is not going to war but with here's the, therein
0: lies the problem if we as you said it if we as a country are going to allow that well remember the country the we as a country includes those people because they're part of the country they're part of the makeup of our decision making process right
1: and in that we the the tennesseans the texans the the georgians that want these draconian Voter suppression laws and abortion laws—they're going to—they're uh, going to be part of the we that, that. So let's say we decide as a country that hey, you know what, those states have the right to be like that, and the people in those states have the right to get the fuck out and go somewhere else. That's—I mean, if that's what it comes down to, I'll be okay with that. It's not what I want. I—I mm-hmm. I don't want the women of Texas, Tennessee. Missouri, Kansas, and the other twenty-some odd states that are going down this road, I don't want the the women in those states to lose their rights uh, to make their own decisions about you know their medical stuff, um, and I don't think that the majority of the people in the country want that either. So, and I don't think that these states should should federal legislation. uh, Come into existence, which it doesn't right now. That that says, "Hey, you're not going to be able to do that." They're they're not going to have a choice to whether they're going to comply or not, and they're not going to take up arms over it. We don't. Well, I mean, listen. Stranger things have happened. We don't know. Nobody's going to war. No, none of these right wing blowhards are going to
0: war over abortion. But again, I, I I. I think you're probably right, and I hope you're right. But, oh, yeah. but the question is not just about that one issue. It's about, you know, where does it end? There could be a combination of issues. But let me throw this out to you as, a, as an idea. It's
1: a long, wide, open future, my friend.
0: It is. It is. <laughs> and the future, hopefully, is bright. But what about the idea of, like we talked about this recently on another topic, a sunset provision. So let's say, for example, with voting rights, we say we're going to try something, an experiment. Like the foundation of this country.
1: Could we have a phone call with each one of these states and see if we can?
0: Can help? we, you and I, be on the phone calls? <laughs> Is that what you are saying? We will uh, moderate the discussion. <laughs> that I'm sorry. would that would I'm be sorry. good. I am sorry. <laughs> you don't have to be sorry. That's uh. You um, you say hey, we're gonna have one system of voting throughout the entire country for a period of uh, what, you know. Four years? Five years? I don't know. Give it a sunset provision. 40 years. Give it a sunset provision. You try it. And if it doesn't work, it automatically expires. And then you see what the results are. Was it better? Was it safer? Did it allow more people to vote? Was it more open and free and transparent? Mm. What if we try something like that? A word I haven't used in a long time. Solutionary. Solutionary. Giving you ideas. Um. trying to solve problems on this podcast. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not just create them.
1: Um, I tend to want the solutions that are involved in uh, the the word "solutionary" to have some possibility of actually happening. Um, but if
0: we limit what the possibilities are to only what has been done in the past, that's just you know keeping ourselves in a box. That's not uh, looking for answers.
1: You no, know, I think I just think that I mean when when you use the term draconian, right, to describe. Some of the voter suppression laws. Are, you used they're it. Being, no, yeah, well, that, I meant me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it, that, that can be used the other way. I mean, uh, uh, the idea that the federal government would say, would decree that all elections will be conducted exactly in this one format, that's draconian as well, just in a different direction.
0: Well, they do that with a million things. We already have that. We already have federal law that is in conflict with state law. Like what? Marijuana.
1: Okay, well, but we are living with it, right? The, the fact that that situation exists.
0: W- it just means we're living with, I, another way to say it is I the mean, states don't comply.
1: Well, they don't comply. I mean, so, I mean, is it worth it to anybody to, to send in federal troops to the 20-some-odd states? So far, it's not legalized? been. Legalized, yeah. So, I mean, I think that that could be the same way. I mean, um, you you do have the Supreme Court. Right, which which is really there for that type of conflict, right? If there's an unsolvable conflict between states' rights and federal law, that's the Supreme Court. That's their function. What about this as an idea? And now? also, I have a I have a suggestion that we should talk about All for right. the Supreme Court. Do you want to go there now? Well, let me throw out – right. let me finish I want you to this. I be able to finish this. Yeah, because
0: not just Republica and Democratica. What if we have like three little countries within this country? So – you know, like the Western states, the Midwestern states, and the Eastern states. And together, we're like the European Union. So we still, like, you know, pay into whatever so we can defeat China and Russia. But we're three little countries instead of one big country. What do you think?
1: <laughs> why don't we – if you want to start being like the European <laughs> Union, why don't we start smaller? Why don't we just give everybody universal health care so that people that are sick can can get health care when they need it and it doesn't uh, completely eradicate their – their family wealth uh, for generational wealth possibilities. And let's try that for uh, 50 years and see how it goes. And then we can come, come back to the rest of
0: it. Let's try it, but we won't do it because we do it through insurance. We don't have healthcare. We have health insurance.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, okay. So, Hey, Supreme
0: Supreme court solutions. I heard,
1: I heard, heard, I'm trying to think I want to, again, want to give credit where credit is due. This was, um, Oh my God! Uh, wow. Well, I'm gonna say it, and, and we'll say it. Maybe i know, know the that, source. that I didn't come up with this. All right. Um, and it's a pro- evidently it's a proposal that has been around for 20 years. Uh, oh, it's um the guy that that I heard talk about this, uh, and he's not taking credit for it either. Is a, a guy named Neil Kochal. So he's the former. Uh, he he argues a lot of cases in front of the um supreme court um he's a lawyer um he you can see him on msnbc he's a, a contributor um neil Katyal. so anyway he was the former um something general oh my god anyway he's he's got a lot of uh, a lot of credits and stuff he 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 put this 18 year terms Right. Because here's what's here's what's happened with the lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court. When you look back over uh, all the appointments. Right. Many more Republican presidents have have been able to nominate and subsequently have appointed to the Supreme Court justices than Democrat.
0: That just happenstance.
1: That is pure luck. Pure luck. Yeah. Yeah. Based on when people die. Right. Right. So. Um. So I mean, I guess from a Republican point of view, you should be pretty happy with the way everything is, and and it is the reason why the Supreme Court is so out of balance uh, in the way that it is today.
0: Um. But is it though? I mean, yes, it is. It's the the balancing question is what may happen in the future. But uh, let me ask you this real quick. Yeah. When you look at where we are today, with with how laws have been upheld up to now 2022 by the supreme court you happy with it or you think it's it's
1: well we've come out of a uh, a fairly um long stretch of of what i would consider to be relatively centrist or even you know liberal slightly leftist center you know um decisions but what's happened now in a very short term is that the the makeup of the court has swung so much. And this small court, I mean, this small amount of time with these nine justices, we we can already see that that the uh, Comey Barrett, uh, Gorsuch, uh, who's the beer drinker? Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, and then, you know, combine that. He loves beer. (laughs) Do you drink beer? I like beer. (laughs) Um, And then... um, uh, Thomas, you know these guys. You can see now that they are f- they are throwing Starry Decisis out the window. So, um, one of the reasons why we've had, the, um, even though we've had more justices appointed to Supreme Court by Republican presidents, a few things happened. Some of those justices, as time went on, became more liberal. That's just. Because you come to the court with a certain set of beliefs and uh, ideas, and your life experience um, tends to bring you more to the center because you see where where your your far right wing ideas are. Or maybe, or maybe are,
0: they're just doing their jobs as being you know, a, a neutral party trying to interpret the law.
1: Well, it, it, it is, it, you are able to look back in retrospect over the facts and see that. Justices that were that came to the court and were expected to be pretty conservative became more liberal as time went by.
0: Why is it that when I call for term limits, you're not in favor? But when some fuckhead who you don't even know calls for it, you're in favor of it.
1: (laughs) Well, this is Supreme Court, which we've talked many times already now about term limits. I get where you're going with that. But the Supreme Court and the Senate or the Congress are not the same thing.
0: So you are in favor of term limits for the Supreme Court.
1: Well, I think that what the problem is is that the, the
0: because, by the way, I think we cited another number historically that the average justice serves on the court for thirty no, something no, years. Eighteen no? years. They that, only that, have served for eighteen years. That's
1: where that's where this number comes from. Okay, that, that's where that's it, the average. That's the average um, time spent on the court be, from appointment to death or retirement. Okay. So from his, the history, historically, of okay. yeah. Now the the current crop of justices, um, I mean, you know, uh, uh, beer boy and Comey uh, are relatively young, right? The the next, you know, potential appointee, at least from the the possible um, nominees that we've heard about, they're all pretty young. So they could fire they could be on for a lot longer than 18 years, which I don't think is necessarily a good thing. I mean, if you if your views and your tendencies tend to be more conservative, you should rail at the idea of a very liberal justice serving for 35 years. Um, that should not be a good uh, outlook for you. And, you know, conversely, as I look at this. This current makeup of the court, you know, it could be a long ass time um, with this very conservative, you know, court. And I would anticipate, although I'll hope that history will follow, you know, follow suit. And some of the more conservative justices currently on the court will become less conservative, and more liberal with time. Uh, I really don't. I won't be here to see
0: it. So Well, that really is, I think, the the ultimate goal. I mean, the way I see it is this. But, opinions about how people should be governed should reflect the opinions of the people themselves in a nutshell if you if you boil it down to that and if you have somebody who serves on a court for you know 20 plus years and 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 the age gap between them and the people that they're that they're governing is so is so vast that it's possible that those opinions don't align and so for that reason I think more rapid turnover would be a good thing because you're you're getting fresh ideas that are more modernized and in tune with with the values of the people. I
1: 100% agree yeah and I think I like the 18 year thing because it's based on something not just you know it's not arbitrary so um I think that um it's a you know in that way do you think
0: Democrats it, would go along with that
1: I think it's Democrats that have been proposing it Have they been talking yeah.
0: about term limits?
1: yeah, well, just on that I mean this is this is a proposal that's been around and not not made it for how does that a, have to happen twenty years how do you do
0: that? Does it have to be a constitutional amendment? Mm, it would have to be because right now in the Constitution oh, it says they serve for no, life
1: no. no. I don't think so. You know, honestly, I honestly don't know the answer to that. I mean, here's the the history that I've heard recently because of the upcoming nomination. The Supreme Court started out with um, f- six, and then it was.
0: Uh, it got above nine, didn't it?
1: And, and then it was five, and then it was, um, and then it was twelve. And that's nine. It's been nine since before nine. That seems kind of
0: a lot, doesn't it? Let me ask you this. If I'm just asking this question because we've talked, I don't know, a long time ago about the the term stacking the court and and bringing in more justices, would you be in favor? Would it make sense? And I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here to have fewer justices if there were term limits because you would you would have more turnover. Would you, would you need nine at that point? I don't know.
1: Another fifteen is another that's um, way too another, many. Where they're saying, hey. Five Democrat appointed, five Republican appointed, and five nonpartisan.
0: Who's that? Who? Well, there's that, no nonpartisan. I mean, that's
1: the problem. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons. I mean, for everyone I pledge
0: of, to be nonpartisan.
1: <laughs> well, ideally, they're all supposed to be nonpartisan. I know, right? But it has become apparent that. Uh, and, and would you rather always, work? It's always been politically inf- the changes that we just talked about, the mm-hmm. different numbers. We're all results of political uh, machinations.
0: Would you rather work on a committee of 15 people or nine people? (laughs) You know I know the answer to this. Yeah, I'd rather make the decision myself. (laughs) Well, that's true. I'm
1: not a committee kind of guy. Would you
0: rather work on a committee of nine people or five people? Uh,
1: uh, If I'd rather be the decision maker. No, the answer to your question is five. right? Right. Right, I, I hate committee work anyway. So, I don't I don't I I just doesn't mean that committee work isn't good or whatever, but you need people on it that you know that are into it that want to do it that work well with others. That's not me. I'm not a I don't play that well with others. Right? Well, we've established that. Yeah, it's so funny because um, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but long before I got into fumigation, I I had a couple of you know. He, you always try to rely on your white privilege (laughs) if you're white to um to get your jobs especially when you're young and so um i never had any intention of going out in the real world and scrapping for my place in society based on the merits of my achievements
0: (laughs) you were a chemist you were a lab technician (laughs) a pharmacist (laughs) so
1: my dad was a long time employee at Northrop in uh Northrop aircraft in hawthorne and so um I went to him when I was, see, what was I doing? I was, um, <clears throat> I guess I was working, I was working at a pharmacy, right? I did work So that's why that, we call you Dr. Watkins. That's right. <laughs> and during that time, I think I went to my dad and I said, Hey, can you give me a job at, at Northrop? Because I certainly never intended on being a pharmacist. So, and my goal wasn't to be a lifetime stock boy in a small pharmacy. So, um, anyway uh and this age is probably 19 or something 20 and um i said hey can you get me in the Northrop?" and he's like yeah no i can't do that that's you're not gonna you won't do well there um you're, you're not cut out for that kind of thing right and he he had been and neither really was he but you know he had been you know as a product of the depression and you know different things um you know he he had put up with the being a small cog in that giant wheel for a long time and the frustrations that come with that kind of a situation and um he was a smart guy and he although i wasn't really developed as a person mostly just a big asshole at that point um he could tell that wasn't going to be good for me so then um okay well whatever thanks for nothing appreciate that (laughs) uh and then um I had a, fr- I knew a bunch of people that were in the supermarket industry, and so one of them was actually an assistant manager um, uh, for a now defunct company. But I went to him and I said, "Hey, um, can you give me a job? You know, at, at, at in the supermarket thing." And he told me the same shit. He never, he didn't have a chance to confer with my dad either. He's like, "Yeah, you, you're, you're not cut out for this." All
0: these people looking out for you. Well,
1: they're just, like, they're just like, you're not, you don't play well with others. You always think you're right. <laughs> and uh, they could all see that that wasn't going to be the thing. And so, uh, I mean, I'm grateful to both my dad and to my friend that would not get me jobs at these mega kind of cog in a wheel type places. Um, uh, because, yeah, in retrospect, yeah, I wouldn't have liked it. Now, you know, 15 years ago when I started doing what I'm doing now, and I still have a, a pretty, decent attitude you know, sense of autonomy well right. nobody tells also me what, starts with a yeah so attitude asshole <laughs> i uh you know i make my own schedule i do what i do I, I i decide how to you know allocate my time that's those are the kind of things that that i was always going to need that you know because having somebody standing over me telling me what to do all the time was only going to end badly so no matter it's what like telling
0: you to get out of the pool
1: that's going to end badly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> we've seen so many uh, examples of that. So
0: um, interesting, um, but isn't that funny? Because ultimately, your philosophy is you don't want to be told what to do. Yet, you you like this idea of big government, you know, telling people what to do, which is you know, you really are deep down. Your philosophy is more of a libertarian type thinking, where you just want to be left alone. You'll produce results. You don't harm anybody. You don't want to be harmed. That's me. I understand. No,
1: that's me. That's yes. not. That's not what I consider is the situation for the vast majority of the population. You think,
0: you think? most people are power hungry and they want to? They want to take control and tell everybody what to do and how to live.
1: No, no. I, think I guess most, that maybe is I true. Think most people want to be a cog in a wheel. You think? Uh, people like more sec- people are sheep. People like security,
0: right? People yeah. are dumb.
1: In, in the, don't you think that's what it is? People are dumb. <laughs>
0: Do you, I mean, don't you think that people don't want to think for themselves? Sorry, people,
1: that wasn't me.
0: <laughs> it's th- it's not you, people. Not our uh, the people, people that I'm looking at and yeah. talking to right now. That, not uh, not are the listeners of this podcast. No, of course you're not. here to seek information and right. be challenged and to learn things and to contribute to the conversation about solutions.
1: Yeah, but you know, I'm but not, most I,
0: people are dumb. I'm not very. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not very.
1: I'm not very, op- I don't, I mean, I think the fact that we've gone through what we've gone through the last five, six years politically just shows how fucking stupid people are. I mean, to be, to put it frank.
0: You are know? we getting dumber?
1: Um, uh, probably. I mean, I mean. Is that because we're
0: not regulating the curriculum in schools?
1: Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously, that's a fair question. I mean, obviously, if – if, and I think you've correctly, you know, described how I look at things. I mean, I don't want to be told – I love the whole concept of libertarianism, except my – but my bottom line opinion is it won't work. It just won't – you know, you just can't leave people that much to their own devices because – the other thing it's that a I, shame, though, that the we other won't thing do believe, that, well, the other thing I believe in is greed and corruption. And and uh, and we have so seen that. Right. I mean, I think the whole the one of the big appeals from the whole Trump thing. And remember, and I've firmly come to believe this. Trump is nothing but a symptom of 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 what's already out there. Um, he's not the cause of it. Um, he certainly won't be the answer to it. Um, but he, he was, he is, and was a symptom of it, but he's going to die soon. And then, um, it's going to continue. Who's
0: the next Trump who, who is, who is behind him? Wow. That is going to pick up the torch.
1: The next biggest dick in line is at this moment is Tucker Carlson or, but he's not in politics or, uh, Oh, well, he's he spent his whole life jockeying to to be this. He he'll be a candidate sooner or later. You think so? Well, what's going to happen is the the business model for Fox News is going to collapse pretty soon. Right. Why? Advertised supported opinion television is going to go away as old
0: white guys die. Um, as
1: as as, as because Fox is a publisher. Right, sooner or later they're going to be brought to to heal under the under that responsibility, and the decision at Fox to let their opinion side of that organization run wild, unfettered with no supervision. I mean, believe it or not, and I don't know if you know this name, Roger Ailes, it was you know was a disciple of the devil, but he was the one at Fox that kept the opinion side from becoming so outlandish and ridiculous that it impinged on the credibility of the actual news site, the Brett bears, the Chris Wallace, the, you know, whatever. And with him gone, um, uh, I don't, know, did he die? I don't know. He's gone. Anyways, yeah, he's gone. he got fired. Um, that left a vacuum and, uh, it appears that the the powers that be at, at, in Rupert Murdoch's world, um, decided to let the opinion side of that organization run completely unfettered. The Laura Ingrams, the the uh, Tucker Carlson, the Sean Hannitys, they, they appear to be running with no supervision. They can do whatever they want.
0: Well, what's wrong with that? You just said you like to work with no supervision. <laughs> they're doing the same thing.
1: Well, the, the, the thing that's going to be wrong with that is that, that Fox is a publisher, and they... Are under the same. They have the same type of responsibilities that that the New York Times or any big newspaper or any big publisher has, right? And um, so, it looks like maybe they decided, hey, you know what? We're just going to lean into the cash machine, at which is Fox News opinion drives the ratings, and appeal to this ever shrinking, but but cash generating. But machine. think about that,
0: how, how those two things are in conflict. If it truly is a cash generating machine, that means there are enough people tuning in to where advertisers are getting a return on on their investment to advertise. So that would imply that it's for now. Well, for now. Yeah. Yeah. For That's now. why I said when the old white guys die, who are probably tuning in and, and yeah. buying those products when they're not yeah. around anymore as, well, a, as a market source, then what happens?
1: Advertising based uh, news and opinion is probably going to go away. So it's not it's just not a uh, That's because you
0: have 10 subscription services to <laughs> get your entertainment and well, your news. You still, think it's all going to go it's to subscription. Still going
1: away. I mean it's a it's a failing business model. So at any rate um for the time being they're doing that. So Tucker Carlson is um I mean the guy's unhinged Fascist, right? But even
0: if that's true, what's okay? So people are listening to him and watching him. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, you asked me
0: who was who was
1: but who okay, was in here, the wings for Trump. I mean, there currently are only a couple people. Who's the right? original? DeSantis and
0: uh, but at least those guys are in politics. Like right. to me, to me, I, and I don't know. I don't watch you Tucker don't think Carlson.
1: Tucker Carlson's in politics. That's all he talks about every I day. I
0: understand, but I think the a, a more appropriate parallel is uh, a Rush Limbaugh. You know, where where he was kind of the the architect of the Republican Party on the sidelines. He was always in media, but he wasn't directly in politics. Newsflash. He's dead. I understand that. And now Tucker Carlson is the new Rush Limbaugh
1: without the Oxycontin problem.
0: Maybe he has that. I don't know. Um, uh, You know, I'm not saying he does. uh,
1: He's the uh, what's the gum company? He's the The Wrigley Wrigley. Or something like that, right? Air so,
0: apparent to the Wrigleys?
1: No, not heir Apparent, but he's – oh, man, that, maybe that's not right. Someone can correct me. I,
0: All I know about we him – need a fact
1: checker. Uh, that job pays nothing, but w- if you'd like to apply, just let us know. All I know
0: <laughs> about his history is that I believe he majored in Russian literature. I think that's true. You can what, look it up.
1: What is the deal? <laughs> what is the deal with the the never-ending push by – Mostly Fox. Well, I mean, it's Fox News, Max, and could this uh, be, OAN. Could this what, be a solution? Why
0: Can I throw this out there yeah, as a possibility? They've got how many hours a night of content to fill? Is it possible they're just trying to be controversial and sell their ideas repeatedly to their audience?
1: The 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 opinion yes. people on on Fox News. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've just leaned into the cash machine. I mean, it. it it was Roger Ailes that would. Um, uh, Here is what I've been. Here is what I heard recently. Some from, from someone who's left Fox News recently. Um, still conservative, still you know, but but not not willing to to work for an organization that has no morals whatsoever. And he was saying, "Hey, Roger Ailes ran that that ran Fox News, and he would take a, a Hannity or Tucker Carlson or Laura Ingram." And when they wanted to push some crazy, completely unfounded, nonsensical conspiracy theory on the air, and he didn't want them to, he would say, hey, you're not going on tonight. There's no Laura Ingram hour tonight. You're off. We're putting something else in your place. Simply be, to just to demonstrate to them that he could do that. There's no such person.
0: There well, okay. Now. What's the point?
1: Well, the point is that that. When he left, when he was gone, and he was a terrible boss, right? He was just the worst,
0: wasn't and he? Was he a? Uh, and I'm not accusing him, but was he a sexual allegation guy? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, among other things. I yeah. mean, is that why he that, got the boot? Why, that's why talking about Roger Ailes now as the as the as the one who kept Fox opinion from going off the rails seems ridiculous. It's
0: like I said last week: if Hitler cured cancer. Some you know,
1: <laughs> it's. I guess the point is, it's so bad that in retro, it's so bad now at Fox uh, over the last five years that you look back at the Roger Ailes reign, which you know he was the wor- he was the Hitler of of news back then, and you look back and say it was better when he was there. That's how bad it is now. So,
0: but the truth is, the reflection on how bad it is or may be will ultimately. Be if people don't tune in anymore. If I think you started this by saying Fox News will ultimately collapse, and if that's true, it will be because there's no audience.
1: Well, the 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 news, the 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 advertising based news business model is 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 going to go away because it's too driven by advertisers and ratings and things. And why
0: is it going to go away? The truth is that corporate advertisers are afraid not just to associate themselves with that program and those hosts because I do believe that many of them are comfortable with that they're afraid of the backlash from the woke left which you've already seen they have to disassociate themselves because it's it'll damage their own credibility and their own sales
1: well i mean the the main problem is that that with an advertised based news delivery format um you you tend to let your opinion and this is, this happens at MSNBC too. It's not just it's not just Fox News. It's much worse at Fox News, but it is the 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 ratings driven model that that forces the French to the top and and provides the incentive for these organizations to to let idiotic things like Tucker Carlson and his purge of the Patriots special which was the camel back breaker for several different people at that organization and and will eventually it'll be something like that that will that will and, and it'll be gone it'll be behind a paywall and where where they're not subject to that kind of that kind of advertising driven stuff right um so we'll have to see i mean i don't know that we're 100% sure what the replacement will be but it will have something to do with subscribers and things like that
0: but that's where everything is going like i said you you have i have multiple subscription services yeah well to get the content that you want
1: the the news delivery format of the 50s 60s 70s 80s and even the 90s is is no longer i mean it's not three networks that have a relatively narrow you know scope um that are all under very strict editorial guidelines right and um, much as uh, newspapers and things are, which which doesn't mean they're being censored. It it serves so that the fact that they have lie that they are liable for the things that they say, and that they put on the air, is what keeps them from wholesale lies. And they shouldn't be propaganda. liable though. Like well, in the, in the newspaper you Travis, have opinion they, columns they are liable
0: i I understand right, I'm, I'm right. not challenging that, but right. they shouldn't be
1: you in the newspaper you have opinion yeah right? but even those opinions are subject to to editorial control for truth right you so you can let people have their editorial opinions you can't let them outright lie in your new in your newspaper
0: yeah I get it and I, I and knowing, I understand that doesn't shield you from lawsuits
1: you can't knowingly do that and and newspapers are are not they are not they don't have the 230 right there's a huge distinction between an internet service that allows people to put their content up and is shielded by 230. What did you
0: did you say Facebook has that or doesn't have that
1: no they're protected by that
0: so they're not a publisher or they are
1: they're not a publisher
0: so they're a platform.
1: They're a platform.
0: But the argument for getter, many
1: Getter's a platform. Twitter's a platform. But
0: many people don't want the uh platform uh Facebook and getter to have that protection.
1: Well, I mean I think that um what what has happened with Facebook or Meta or whatever you want to call it. Are you right? happy
0: the stock is in the toilet? Did you see yeah, this?
1: I think <laughs> I mean for me that's the free enterprise that we all hope controls things, right? Um I don't really want to see the government step in and do anything to Facebook. I, I think that the I think that the um whistleblower situation from the gal that worked there for there a while It was such a
0: non-story. <laughs> Tell she blew the whistle on everything think, we already knew. <laughs> okay, lady.
1: Well, I mean it it didn't result it hasn't resulted in any regulatory changes to this point, but it did result in changes at Facebook, right? And uh, not the least to mention is they changed their fucking name. The most that was rec- so dumb. The most recognizable business name in the world in history gone, changed. Well, not gone, but changed. Right to Meta, which is a huge fucking mistake. They're not going to be. The, they're not going to be the purveyor of the metasphere or whatever
0: you want. And that's say. exactly how the market metaverse. conditions should work. Yeah, and it's fine. How many companies can we name that uh, that have, that are around more than a hundred years? No. Go up 150. Go to I, 200. That's, I don't know. At some point, they all die off. Nothing lasts forever. Well, yeah. Not even cold November rain.
1: I don't... <laughs> <laughs> is that some kind of... Is that, wait. Is that... Um, uh, what's that you can, band? You, you can
0: get it, my friend. <laughs> you're, you're close. You're going to get it.
1: <laughs> uh, welcome to the jungle. Yes. Is that, Guns that and was, Roses. Guns and Roses.
0: You weren't I a Guns have, and Roses fan?
1: I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am. I'm not a fan of their... Bullshit nonsense. Not a fan of axel Rose's ridiculously overblown um, perception of who or what he ever was. It's so but rock and roll though. I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of the music that exists.
0: You was, need your yeah. rock stars to destroy hotel rooms and go on tantrums on stage.
1: Be good, but I mean, when you grow up, get fat, stop wearing a stupid bandana
0: <laughs> and tight shorts.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't 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 keep everybody waiting for 20 years for an album that comes out and it's just really nothing
0: i read an article uh with slash recently where he was saying that after all this time because they're reunited you know yeah, him and, and know duff that. and axel that uh axel's like a true professional now and he's he's the one who's early to the shows and he doesn't have tantrums anymore and well, pleasant good. to the audience grow up Yeah it's like grandpa rock and <laughs> roll you gotta have an. doesn't rock and roll have to have an edge
1: well i mean it it should but i mean unfortunately i mean and look how long rock and roll i mean it's made it it's been around for 70 years right that's uh uh, that is incredible i mean compared to the classic music classical music which has been around for hundreds of years okay but i mean as far as popular music form you know form goes it's outlasted them all um But uh, it's not always going to be the same. It's it's not always going to be here. You know, that was an interesting conversation we had. I mean, it was interesting to me. I I doubt seriously (laughs) if the listeners gave shit one way or the other about my musical uh, journey. But um, it is so interesting. And, you know, when you take all these septuagenarians uh, that have been, um, you know, getting pissed at Spotify and you bring them to the forefront, all of a sudden again – uh, it's very interesting you know there was a time where you know their their opinions would have carried a lot more weight and they have carried weight i mean neil young basically cost spotify 200 billion dollars that's in, not true market value. that stock
0: was already declining before the joe rogan oh, controversy it? yes Why? that's a missided because every stock is down in january the stock market's in the tank mm. it's fucking terrible it did dip from from that blip, but it was already on the decline. Okay,
1: so he's not responsible. He's yet. not,
0: he cannot claim victory for I that amount. Him,
1: I haven't <laughs> heard him claim victory for that. I don't think that his goal was to dip their stock. I think his goal was to make a point about the responsibility that Spotify has to their editorial responsibility that they're not living up to. If, if you don't want to have that responsibility, then don't be a publisher, right? Don't pay Joe Rogan. Just, just be a platform and put his stuff up there, right? Um, uh, but you know, I mean, once they start paying us, right? They have editorial uh, oversight over what we do. If we don't want that, then we don't take their money. I understand. We want that though, and we will take the money. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, you
0: you have to be. I'm just I'm just not opposed to any type of censorship at all. Just put it out there, let people decide. That's the most important thing. Okay. How much control do we want? I was going to ask you about this, switching gears. and mm-hmm. uh, That's a good uh, segue. Your buddy, your favorite hero politically, uh, on the rise, uh, given more responsibilities, political hopeful as maybe future presidential candidate. I'm talking, of course, the one and only Pete Buttigieg. Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete. Secretary Pete. No. Secretary of Transportation. Yeah. And he, of course, is going to fix the, the severe... Uh, long overdue problem we have in this country of the roadways and too many people dying, and he's going to redesign and completely transform how we how we commute, how we drive, technology in the automobiles. Well, I and, haven't heard any of this. Oh, yes, he's all over the news. He's back from really? uh, paternity leave, and he's uh, he's got some uh, some great ideas about how to reduce deaths on the roadways.
1: Well, I don't care about any of that. I think that um, I think it was awesome that hours before joe biden goes to what city was it oh ohio
0: um,
1: no well it was a city um where the where the, the it's the city that has the most bridges oh it kind. was um
0: pittsburgh i think pittsburgh it was in pennsylvania right
1: yeah pennsylvania
0: well that's a state now okay pennsylvania we're both fucked up yeah okay <laughs> no pennsylvania it was
1: pittsburgh right? i think it was pittsburgh yeah yeah the the fucking uh the, the fucking major bridge collapses hours before Biden's is going to go there to talk about infrastructure so um I think what are you
0: saying he sent his people there to, to blow, up blow up the, up the bridge?
1: bridge i don't know <laughs> wow he called up nixon and said oh wait nixon's dead he couldn't call."
0: Him. <laughs> hey he channeled him because he's getting close yeah hey, do you think when you're close to death, you can speak to the dead? Is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, no, don't think that. But great, <laughs> great supposition. So, who do you think? I mean, we're. I mean, as is our way, we're gonna bounce all over the place. Um. Uh. And I don't think. I mean, let me fairly answer your inquiry. Yeah. I don't think Pete Buttigieg is gonna. I mean, nobody is gonna single-handedly. No secretary of transportation is gonna single-handedly. Reform the way we transport things. Um, that's going to be handled by market pressures. Uh, w- and and is it going to happen on a time frame that's going to make every climate change uh, worrywart? I don't. E- I don't even think don't his think so. his
0: issue is with climate change. It's about he wants to lower speed limits. He wants to reduce deaths. He wants to install contraptions in cars to prevent drunks from driving.
1: Well, much like you. I don't give a shit if you reduce the deaths right on the freeway. I mean, because
0: of course there are too many people.
1: Well, that's that's your thing. So I don't want to step on your toes on that one. Um, uh, I just think that I mean you hear that kind of shit here in LA right you want to go down downtown LA or Beverly Hills or into the most vibrant business district where it's already a fucking nightmare to try to get from one place to the other and you want to close down lanes and and make them uh skipping lanes or something Yeah, or pedestrian only where you can only skip you can't yeah. you can't roller skate or I anything. Know. it's just stupid so
0: even the speed limit like you remember here in California girl, like that. 25 years ago the speed limit was 55 Five.
1: You were in kindergarten or something, but I, no, I was driving. I was oh, really? my first
0: speeding ticket. I got for going twenty miles uh, over the speed limit, and it was yeah. I was going seventy-five.
1: I was actually on the road driving back from Simi Valley on New Year's night or New Year's Eve when that law went into effect. So I left when I got on the freeway. The speed limit was sixty-five. And while I was driving, it dropped to fifty five <laughs> I was on the here's the only thing I remember I was so fucking tired i sh- I kept falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it really wasn't my speed. you need to worry about it was which direction was I going <laughs> on the freeway after my eyes closed but i
0: remember I remember the slogan fifty five saves lives
1: yeah, I remember this slogan i can't drive fifty five
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's more appropriate, <laughs> yeah. which we
1: never could Sammy Hagar, yeah. So. Um, Yeah, 55 is idiotic. So let's hope that doesn't work. Um, You like these
0: uh, contraptions in cars to prevent people from driving if they're drinking?
1: Well, I mean, I have strong feelings about drunk driving and I don't think anybody cares about them. So um, uh, is that a good idea? I don't know. Maybe. Right. I'm not a huge fan of infantilizing the public you know when it comes to hey you got to wear a helmet hey you got to put your seatbelt on i think those are good things but but i i you I shouldn't make people do I it don't like it yeah i mean you know but but seatbelts save lives and helmets save
0: people but I don't care. <laughs> exactly. That's that's exactly my point. I feel so good about today. But drunk today driving is the difference because point. you are just more and more week after week. You're coming closer to my side, and that makes me feel like that my work is having an impact.
1: It is. You are. Uh, <laughs> by the time you get me switched over to a conservative libertarian, I, I, I will be dead. <laughs> so. um, but but drunk driving is a little different, right? Because um, it's. Uh, it is as irresponsible as it can possibly be and it is it, and, and it if you kill yourself because you drunk drive or i don't care but typically the drunk driver they're the ones that live it, it comes out unscathed yeah. and it's somebody's family or some kid or somebody's grandfather or something that they've killed with their irresponsibility so yeah, I don't care what you do. Anything you do to to curb drunk driving, I think, is a plus.
0: What if the same technology also could determine if you're like too old to drive? Like if you're like if you're eighty, and you won't, you know, give up your license or your keys, but <laughs> well, you shouldn't be driving.
1: Fifteen years away, I guess I am be okay. I'm th- I'm starting to think I, I might be too old to drive already. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> As it is, I think I need a lower truck. I'm having a hard time getting in mine.
0: But getting out, it's the fun part, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like a slide.
1: Out. It's all good. It's all gravity. Well <laughs> oh, that hip hurts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just, you know, this there is too much telling people what to do. And I'm not in favor of that either, you know, putting shit in cars. Of course, I'm not in favor of telling people how to live and wearing their masks and all the, all the bullshit that we yeah. see. Like uh, the sure. governor again under more controversy last week at the NFL playoff game in L.A
1: because he took his mask off to take a fucking picture dude there was
0: another one i think it was the mayor too I which think
1: that's ridiculous really over the top there
0: yeah kind of but here's here's the more bullshit is that you know he didn't just take it off he wasn't wearing a mask and the mayor is it garcetti yeah this guy mayor yoga pants yeah yoga pants which i think is a better name i got to start calling him that someone told <laughs> me i don't know if this is true i gotta find this story the same thing. He he was in a photo and said, "Oh, I I always wear my mask, except I take it down when I take a photo." But he said, according to this source, that he held his breath during the photo op, mm. and that there was no he was not breathing on the people, and there was no chance of exchanging any of the virus. <laughs> why why even go there? As soon as you provide more detail to the lie, you know it's a lie,
1: right? Yeah, I agree. I I uh, boy, you know. And it's been the entire time we've been on the air, right? Has it has COVID been here the whole time? It has. It oh, yeah.
0: No, we were born during COVID, but there were no mask mandates in the beginning. Because remember, there were- Didn't we know,
1: start in like September or something of a year? I don't and
0: remember. Something like that.
1: Was it, was it September of the year that COVID came? Because look, in my mind, COVID started in the middle of March. Yeah, we had now.
0: already been living with COVID.
1: So from March to September or something. Yeah,
0: because we were – there was a lot of remote stuff. We launched the podcast over Zoom because we weren't meeting in person. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have mask mandates for a while because masks, of course, you know, people like Fauci said that they don't uh, do anything. and That was a big controversy later. And then – the idea of masks was only N95s. No one ever thought that, you know, cloth mask would be a thing. And then we were all forced to wear any type of face covering, including gaiters. So it, this whole thing has evolved over two years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: all that's true. And I don't care. I don't, you know, if that is the fact that things, that recommendations have changed with time is such, I mean, you want to talk about a non-issue. Um, yeah, I mean. Well, that is that is just the typical kind of bullshit that the right has has glommed on to to try to make a public health issue a political issue when it's not. I get they're
0: digging up stories, but you know what really irks me? This is this is a fucking embarrassment and it's ridiculous to still declare a state of emergency and yet attend a football game. Like, never mind taking your mask off for a photo. What state of emergency? The state of emergency that we're in. Uh, Is there? Of uh, course. Yes. Uh, What? This is (laughs) pandemic. State of emergency. This bullshit. Lift all restrictions immediately, like most of these European countries are doing.
1: I I don't care anymore. I'm fine. Time to move on. Well, I mean, look, look, I'm going to go back to this. It's time for everybody to get the vaccine. Um, If you're not vaccinated you're a fool and you need to get vaccinated and that's it and i don't give a shit about all the rest of it i don't care if you did your own research or which chiropractor you went to talk to about it (laughs) i don't give a shit just get the vaccine and don't infect me if you can help it right and then we can all start to just you know go where we need to go and do what we need to do and i don't care about wearing a mask uh one way or the other um, I don't like it. Nobody likes it. Anybody that says they do, <laughs> it's bullshit. Um, uh, I never thought cloth masks were worth a shit. So who cares about all the changing recommendations on that? I mean, in the beginning, N95s that we were told not to try to wear N95s because yeah. hospitals weren't able to get them. And yeah, nobody could get them. We we couldn't get them in our business. We and you know we are actually we're a pre-existing distributor before this all came up, and we couldn't get them. And um, uh, now you can get them. I mean, you've got zillions of them, right? They're giving them away for free. So I'm not wearing an N95. I, I just
0: like pointing out the hypocrisy, that's all. I love the yeah, stories of the liberal you know, control freaks that tell us how to live and they live yeah. differently. It's fun, and it's, it's good to point it out. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, that's good. I agree with you on all of that. I mean, I think that there's just no <clears throat> there's no controversy left talking about talking about covid i mean it just is, is what it is now,
0: maybe right? maybe this is their attempt to show us that it's over they can't come out and say it's over because their base would you know yell at them and so this is their way of like getting caught on purpose well, to show that it's all it's all done not quite over no oh, okay so. <laughs>
1: somebody's going to slap a sticker on the bottom of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what I'm trying. I'm trying we'll to get. We'll have to see if Apple, yeah. if,
1: there, if, we, if our next, if this podcast ends up. Get, but nobody, here's the problem. Nobody's
0: listening. <laughs> we'll find out. I'm Okay, I'm declaring COVID is over. Oh, my God. We'll I, see what I, happens.
1: Please don't do that.
0: <laughs> we never finished the China conversation. All
1: right, go back to China. What were we talking about with China?
0: Do you know China. this other story? I don't think I brought this up. The Olympics. Well, the Olympics. Well, here's what I was going to tell you about shuffling. Shuffling, like back in the day, that's shuffling. What is it called? Curling. Curling. <laughs> it's shuffling because <laughs> Shuffle boarding. Uh, aren't they shuffling on the ice? They're shuffling this stupid stick to make I, the stone move. I don't know. Think I don't about know what this. They call it. If you had a heavy boulder, yeah, on a frozen lake, or wherever your ice was, and you needed to move it. I can I can think of f- at least four other ways to move that stone that don't involve shuffling yeah. a stick in front of it.
1: Isn't this some kind of offshoot of shuffleboard?
0: I don't know. Which
1: you know doesn't require eyes. Like why
0: would I ever do? Th- why would I ever do that?
1: I don't know. Like what, why, why wouldn't every, I hook up an animal to think, it and drag it? Think, why wouldn't you I? You think every sport comes out of some ancient um, food gathering? Yeah, process? isn't that the, isn't that the point? <laughs> what? Where did golf come from?
0: Uh, hitting quail eggs.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You see that rabbit out there? 250 <laughs> yards out. I'm going to hit him with yeah. this five iron. Exactly. <laughs> and then we're going to eat him.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But some, of it's just uh, hard to watch. Oh my God. I have a, I have a movie review. Are you ready? I'm ready. New feature. On Let's the hear it. Couch. <laughs> All right. The Mike's movie, Dr. Watkins movie oh, yeah. review.
1: Last night, uh, we watched the power of the dog. Uh, on Paramount. Not to be confused with the Temple of the Dog. Not to be confused. So this is a Cumberbatch movie. Um, I don't know what that is. You know the guy that plays Doctor Strange. You don't even you don't no, watch Marvel, no. so everybody's listening does except you. Sorry. What's this for, Cumberbatch? What's his first name? Oh my God. Anyway, um, it's gotten some reviews. It won an award at some for This Is a comic book movie. Uh, it's not no it's a it takes place in nineteen twenty five montana it has nothing to do with Yellowstone or anything It's not the prequel to yellowstone that's a that's a series called eighteen eighty three that's the prequel to Yellowstone also taking place are in you montana. learning about montana a place a that lot. you, you know, well, don't particularly go.
0: care for you'll never go never to
1: going fuck there's nothing in montana and um uh anyway uh, it was a i don't what do i want to say was it good? It was. Um,
0: what did you learn from this movie? It was, what, what moral? It was, a,
1: it was very slow moving um, ethereal kind of brain exercise um, involved. Is it
0: liberal propaganda? No. No.
1: It's actually um, made by a New Zealand film company. But I mean, it's all English and everything. It's it's a 1925. It's about a ranch in 19. It's about some ranchers in 1925 Montana, and uh, much like the weird westerns I used to watch as a kid. And I don't know if you know anything about this, but like Gene Autry, he used to have a. He was the singing cowboy, right? He used to have a TV show, and he had a funny sidekick, and but it was a western, right? And and uh, but then they had jeeps. Right. So it was like in the early part of the so you see cars and Jeeps show up sometimes most time they're riding horses. Yeah. So that's what this was. It's it's Montana. It's they're out in the middle of uh, effing nowhere out in Montana. They got a ranch. It's a cattle ranch. And but then it's 1925. So there are cars, you know, and there and in the there are some scenes that take place in an actual city in Montana where they had a bunch of vehicles and things. So it's just a funny time, right? Cowboy, mo- but then all the cowboys running around their ranch they're not wearing guns, right? It's not like all the,
0: so, you know, very interesting. Because liberals were in control and took yeah, their guns? that's what it was. <laughs> who, who was president
1: in 1925? I have no idea. Um, uh, so anyway, uh, it, uh, here's my recommendation. Don't watch it. Thank you. It's fucking slow and <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Movie.
0: Why didn't you bail on it? Why do you Why do you watch a movie? Do you feel obligated to finish a movie if you start it? Do you feel um, obligated to finish a book if you start it and you hate it?
1: Uh, no, not a book. No, that book just goes away and then I right. just read something else. Like all the books I've given I don't given finish you. every book. <laughs> well, <laughs> that book is still on my agenda. Um, it went all the way to... Um, I have
0: a shorter book for you, if, you want, if that's the problem. <laughs> I have a book I read on Sunday... Uh, one day, one day, it's it's uh, like short. It's like a hundred pages. It's, oh yeah? uh, discourse wow. on colonialism. Oh,
1: oh, well, I'd be happy to read that. hundred pages. You. I can. Do you that. can get through that. I can do that in about. It's a. It's
0: a guy. The author is like a French nationalist uh, oh, okay. by way of the island of Martinique. Is that how you say oh, it? Martinique. And it was written in the fifties. Oh. And kind of his viewpoints of uh, colonialism around the world, and you know, and when,
1: what what era was it written in? In the fifties. Yeah, the mid, 50s. early
0: to mid fifties. I'll be
1: happy to read that. I promise to you know, not drink any coffee anywhere near it.
0: Now well, you can spill on it. all right. I liked his uh, his framework. Essentially, in a nutshell, was hey, I don't want to. I don't. I'm not suggesting we go back to uh, for the Africans anyway. Go back to the way things were before colonialism. We have to find a way forward together in this new world that we're in. But when you talk up, when you listen to the to the Western world talk about the benefits of colonialism, yeah. he frames it in. Well, let me start by telling you what colonialism is not. And I, and I thought that was a good way to set it up. And I'll let you read it. From okay, I'd
1: I'll, I'll be happy to read that, and then we can discuss. <laughs> all right, the book club.
0: It's, um, well, we have a, we have Doctor Watkins' movie club, and we have the book club. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, all right. So China,
0: are we worried about this? I here's the story I was going to tell you. That and this just surfaced. I don't know what to make of it. That there was a report that the Russians were possibly going to put out a propaganda movie that included like actors and blown up vehicles and and death everywhere to say and to show that they were attacked by Ukraine to justify them retaliating, the Russians retaliating against Ukraine. Did you hear this story?
1: Well, they have a name for that. I haven't heard that specific story, but I have heard the claim that U.S. intelligence has is reporting that they have discovered plans for a false flag operation in Ukraine by Russia, which would typically be uh, some type of attack... Against Russian-speaking Ukrainians in in uh, a certain part of Ukraine, and then Russia saying, "Hey, that that is the example of aggression," using that as their excuse to right. invade. Right? Is that what you're talking Pretty about? Pretty much,
0: exactly. Yeah. But but apparently, the there's a, there's an allegation that that Russia was has developed this film basically it's a it's a you know a a complete propaganda film as if to show the world stage this is evidence that we were provoked and we must defend ourselves right well i mean and i wouldn't put it past them
1: the good news about the reporting regarding a false flag plan however it takes shape is that that was already out there so when if that does occur there will be a significant amount of people on the world stage that will say, Yeah, we're not falling for this false flag bullshit. I mean, trust me, it's Russia's not above killing. I mean, you, you know, for in the last eight years that they've been in Crimea, they've killed 14,000 Ukrainians. So the, this invasion, this war has already started. And that's why the Ukrainians aren't. Um, nearly as wound up about this as we are because they've been in this war already for the last uh, for the last eight years
0: well and did you see i th- did, I think we literally just dispatched u.s troops from the east coast to near the border to help nato near, near the ukrainian border well it was a small amount. It was like not six thousand troops. Not the
1: Ukrainian border with Russia. We have no troops in Ukraine.
0: We just sent troops out of Fort Bragg to. I don't know NATO. exactly where they. Yeah, I don't know where they went, but well, it's for it's for this purpose.
1: Well, uh, so here's what I've heard. We we have moved troops already in Europe mm-hmm. closer to Ukraine in NATO member countries, and it seems totally possible, although I didn't hear about it specifically, that that more troops have recently left continental United States for Europe as, you know, to because wherever they move those, it was supposed to be like 8,000 troops. Yeah, I think that's close to the number yeah. that left the U.S. Yeah, so they, they were going to move eight thousand, eighty five hundred troops into uh, NATO countries closer to Ukraine, farther east, let's put it that way, and that may very possibly require you know,
0: replacement troops from where they came from. But do you think this has anything to do with the fact that now, you know, China and Russia are are again, like really publicly declaring their love for one another again?
1: Fuck face was, uh, uh, Putin was at the opening last night. Oh,
0: was he? What do you, look at you watching the opening ceremony. Didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Heard the news report. But those two, uh, Xi and, and Putin are, you know, having a love fest. And they're saying there's no end to our... You know, to our union both in tech and in uh, in all of our advances we're going to be doing this together. Well, I guess my
1: question for you is I mean how dangerous do you perceive that to be that that these two highly militarized authoritarian world governments are are publicly demonstrating their love for each other. I mean, it doesn't bode well. It doesn't. That's yeah, I mean. very
0: dangerous and that kind of where you're going with this is what do we do about it? You know, what can you do about it?
1: Well, I don't give a shit about Russia. They really don't have anything. They don't, they don't have, I mean, their military is not all that substantial, blah, 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 China, that's a different story. So I don't know. I mean, I think that the best plan is to remain as economically entwined with China as possible so that they have some motivation to continue to preserve their ties with western democracies and we all try to figure out a way to live together i mean i don't think there's any way that the united states can force anything in either of those countries at this at this did, did
0: we ever did we ever back down on the tariffs from to china not the Trump era tariffs. I have heard.
1: I the last and only thing I've heard about that is that most of those stay are, remain in place.
0: Well, that's got to be pissing them off. Um,
1: well, I mean, I don't think that it's part of Biden's agenda to make nice with China. I mean, I don't.
0: But what I like where you're going the, with this, though, kind of makes sense to continue to engage with them economically. Well, it's always been the plan, right? I mean, well, that's but that's always been but you're provoking idea. them by charge, you know, by a, a, charging them all these tariffs.
1: The only people that pay the tariffs are us. Remember, it, tariffs aren't paid by the Chinese; they're paid by American importers. I mean, the tariffs have never cost China one fucking cent. Why? Because
0: they never paid. Don't don't they have they some type of?
1: They don't pay the tariffs. I mean,
0: so they, that's a thing. You just,
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's. I mean, this is one of the dangers of the misinformation and the unfettered nonsense that we saw from Trump during his. Presidency, all of which, frankly, happened on Twitter, and and so if you're looking for long-term bad effects from that unrestricted free speech that we love to talk about so much, coming from Trump, he put out a zillion tweets. I mean, I don't know what the number is twenty thousand tweets. By all rights, his thumb should be little vestigial nose. <laughs> Do you
0: think he he actually? tweeted personally I all those tweets i
1: think he sits there with melania reading a book and him tweeting in the bed i mean he's too old to get it up anymore so um i got a feeling he did do all the tweets uh, uh the misspelling is i mean Kofefi. come on god here. that was a good one that was a good one <laughs> but but here's the thing right i mean he he incessantly tweeted about how the terrorists were costing china it cost China it was, Is there no— Tariffs are paid by the importers. Okay,
0: are there no uh, economic charges to China in any way that were established? Are there no—you know what I'm saying?
1: I do not—the words you're searching for are sanctions. Sanction, thank you. Yeah, and I think that—I don't know specifically because what I remember hearing about is tariffs and continuously— railing at the television said that it's not China paying the motherfucking tariffs. It's, it's American importers. I mean all he did and all we continue to do is add cost to the products being imported from China into the United States. That only costs American consumers money. It doesn't cost China
0: jack shit but i thought there was something there were some sanctions there was some mechanism of a fee to china and then i thought that was the big for issue what? i don't remember how it was attached you know yeah, I, but uh, i but i but i thought there was something where they weren't paying it either
1: i don't know i mean there have been sanctions in place against russia for eight full years right and the the talk now of sanctions, right? We can't tariff anything coming in from uh of Russia because uh they don't have
0: anything. <laughs>
1: they don't make anything.
0: What's one good Russian invention that you can think of? Vodka? I guess that's yeah, that's a good one. I
1: don't know. <laughs> it was one of my favorites back in the yeah. day, but uh I don't know if that's a I don't know if that is comes from Russia or not. I mean the pronunciation surely sounds Russian. Vodka. <laughs> Would they <laughs> don't know um I mean, and that's the that's really the point their economy sucks shit through a straw i mean um, and if we do anything so here's here are the sanctions that the Biden administration theoretically could impose on russia um regarding anything in Ukraine, right sanctions against big russian banks right that would be that would hit them hard they, they are currently not in place and um exclusion from some other type of pro- which i the name is going to escape me now it's a, it's like an international payment way to so it's used a lot in you know the big w- financial chain. Stuff. yeah it would be excluded there's a, from There's that.
0: a swift code i think is what you're talking about yeah. swift
1: yeah i think so i yeah. think that's it And um, so that would be uh, because international movement of money banking is, is a a, a big thing there. And, you know, there's a lot of money being laundered there. It's just one giant kleptocracy. Um, And, you know, uh, I mean it's an oligarchy, right? They, he is the head crime boss and nobody does business in Russia of any kind without, paying the tribute to the head of the, f- the family. I mean, it's just a giant crime
0: center. Do you think we want to keep it that way? Like in this terrible movie that you just watched, I don't know what made it terrible, the 1925 Montana movie, but is it possible that there wasn't enough action? You have to watch it. To find out. <laughs> no, I won't. Do we, do we need a bad guy? Like in a story, you need the protagonist and you need the antagonist. You need, you well, need something to spice up the story. If it was all peaceful all the time, then what would we have
1: i don't know utopia
0: that's not possible i think
1: we're going to have china for forever i mean i don't think i mean there is no telling what's going to happen in russia Uh, any number of things are possible i mean i mean here's the worst strategy you can have as one country worrying about what another country is going to do that you're hoping that the leader dies because that's the best
0: answer um, Which our enemies are hoping that of us.
1: Well, but I mean that's a foregone conclusion. I, know. I mean, no, he's only got a limited time. So does Trump. Putin is younger, but um, still, you know, probably not all that healthy. Um, but who knows, right? I mean, uh, and you know, Russians. I mean, the fall of the Soviet Union. You know, that was interesting. Uh, Putin's been butthurt over that the whole time, and the ball was dropped, you know, on on that situation by us in our foreign policy. Um, so we'll have to see. And none of that's going to happen in China. I mean, Chinese communism goes on with or without Z. Um, he is set to be leader for life, and he looks to me to be um, robust and healthy <laughs> so, for now. But should something happen to him um, politically or, you know, health wise, it, 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 they won't drop a beat. I mean, you have a country there that is used to philo- and is philosophically committed to the to the long game. Right. And we are just a country that operates in four to eight year bites and. And um, that is
0: not going to work to
1: our advantage. That's
0: because we can't figure it out. Are we a country? Are we a collection of states? Listen, what are we going to do? Are we going to turn over our courts? We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We've lost our identity. Stop it.
1: Stop (laughs) it. What's happened is, unfortunately, um, the Trump administration demonstrated to all of these people that that you apparently cannot. America can apparently cannot be counted on to live up to its commitments. And, um, I mean, Trump nearly destroyed NATO. He severely damaged our alliances around the world. Um, and that is a long-term threat to democracy that is hard to define. And that that damage is done and may or may not ever be corrected. But in the short term... For sure, um, our adversaries know that one viable strategy may be just to wait out any current U.S. president that appears to have a clue until uh, uh, one that is clueless is put in within a – maximum of eight years
0: i think their other strategy is to sit back and wait until this country turns full communist like uh the the far left progressives of the democratic party want us to be and they're like fuck it they joined us anyway without a war (sighs) here we go
1: jesus (laughs) (laughs) i know i know and uh, this is specifically um, for the FBI
0: <laughs> that you're joking. Yes, thank you. Well, on that joke, have we had enough fun for today, my friend?
1: Yeah, we can uh, We can wrap this up, and uh, we will see you all next week. Bye, everybody. All right.